This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. second show. Yeah. We're going to try to get you guys in bed at your bedtime. Yeah, we're going to get you out of here so quick. It's going to be Let's, like fucking in and out. Yeah. You will never know what happened. Zip, zap, zop. That was the first boo we've ever gotten. It is not. That is absolutely not the truth whatsoever. That's propaganda that George is trying to spread. No one ever hates us. Oh my God, no one ever disagrees with no. every single fucking thing that we say. <laughs> Quite clearly. Uh, this is, here we are. Um, yes, here we are in this high school auditorium. <laughs> we're, um, we're about to give you a presentation about abstaining from premarital sex. Yeah. Let's run the video. Let's go to the... <laughs> it's just porn. <laughs> Look how Barrage. gross that looks. Ow. Ow. I mean... Yes. Two plumbers? Um... <laughs> That's um, oh, so there was an estate sale today that some Murderano sent us, uh, which I'm obsessed with estate sales, and it was of a like retired detective's whole house. It's being sold. Imagine what was in that house. Come on. I would have flipped through every book. You know what I mean? And then there was one time I went to an estate sale, and the guy somehow told me, like right before I got there, he was like, yeah, I just sold... Um, it was a cop's house, and I just sold his, like, 50 years of crime scene photos to someone. I know, and I was like, I died inside? Mm-hmm. You're like, those were my crime scene yeah. photos. I was supposed to have them. Right. And so it's when I, I went to Powell Books today, yay. And I, um, You can't pre I can't do that? They're going to, yeah, you okay. can't pre Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> you have to let them do um, it. Uh, I was like, oh, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. okay, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, uh, and I, they had a, um, they have a vintage crime scene photo book, and it's fucking disgusting. So I totally bought it. Nice. And I, Vince thinks I'm like creep and horrible, and I was like, do you want to see this? But and he was like, no. But I was like, I was gonna say elephantitis of the nuts. <laughs> it really was, but he didn't want to see it. 
right? What crime did the elephantitis of the nuts guy have? I mean, like, what's he involved in? Nothing. It was just like the down part on of the book that was like, we, we need something lighter. We know this is like heavy for you. <laughs> you saw a bunch of knives in people's yes. gums. So to change pace, elephantitis of the nuts in gums. That's a good, like, that's a really good descriptive. You know why I thought oh. of how horrible that is? Mm-hmm. I've been eating a lot of hotel oh. uh, mini bar food lately <laughs> in this weird, like, I don't want to have to leave. It's so cold and wet outside right. or whatever. <laughs> and I bit into a kettle chip today that oh, no. I think went up into my frontal lobe. I'm pr- <laughs> pretty sure. Not positive. Oh, that, yeah. It, that, That's a good visual because everyone understands what that feels like. It's an inner stabbing. Yeah. It's not cool. Or like a paper cut there would suck. But gum. It's a periodontal paper cut. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. There's more. (laughs) There's four more hours of this. (laughs) Uh, Just light dental riffing. (laughs) Didn't you know that's what this tour is (laughs) about? Flossing. Um... You got a good shoe on. Do you want to take a quick walk? Oh. Thank you. Yes. It's the second time I've ever worn them. Whoops. See? (laughs) Uh, I wore them to my wedding, and they still have the glitter on. Are those your wedding shoes? Oh, wait. Oh. Oh, it's gone. (laughs) They still have wedding glitter on the back? They did, and I guess they're gone now, so that's sad. (laughs) Uh, They're from... So cute. I can't say where they're from. They're very good. Uh, Also, George and I, totally unplanned, although it absolutely looks like it, both are wearing scallop-necked dresses tonight. Not planned. And when Georgia, so I was in the car, Max picked us up to come here tonight. Uh, I got picked up first. We went to pick up Georgia and Vince. And when she walked out and I saw her dress, I wasn't wearing mine yet. I was like, she got in the car. I was like, oh my God. And I almost started crying. Yes. So I was like, what did I do? <laughs> it was very, yeah. It, it was, was intense. I thought That's you were going to be like, it. you missed the show. Oh my God. You completely the missed the show. The show was at 4.30. <laughs> Um, but instead I was like, we have the same dress. I was fucking (laughs) freaking out. I was so happy. She handed me a small cup, um, which was like her lovely friendship gift of bringing me a cappuccino everywhere I go. I don't have to ask anymore. It's the greatest. Because once you texted me, I was like, I'm at, you know, the coffee place. Do you want anything? And you wrote always and then gave me your order. (laughs) So now whenever I'm like at a coffee place and I need to order, I don't want to keep asking you that. So I search the phone for like whatever... (laughs) Tall, whatever the fuck word you, you go, use. You go back to April. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll happily reorder every single time. I'm that kind of person that I can drink coffee at like ten o'clock at night, Ooh, no, and no, I no, want no. to. No, no, because no. I can't do speed anymore. Anyway, <laughs> you, you just—it's the poor man's poor man's speed. She hands me this cup. I immediately start drinking it. Don't even ask what it is. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Get here. When we went to walk out for our first show. It was as if I had done 17 rails of coke. I was out of my mind. And then I was like, was that from Stumptown? Because those people, I don't know what they're doing, but they're doing something Good. to that coffee. Good. It didn't work on me. I had to just fucking chug a sugar-free Red Bull backstage and like time it so that when I stepped out here, I wasn't like, I wasn't wired. Like halfway through, I'm not gonna like start fucking nodding off and shit. Or like as you walk out, you're just belching as yeah. loud as you possibly. And I'm like raw, just flying. Uh, so yeah, caffeine. One time, gets us through. caffeine's good. One time, sorry, but I it just reminded me of one time at Earwolf uh, Studios, which is another podcast network, <laughs> but. 
they have cold brew on tap at that place. And so I'd, I'd never had cold oh. brew before. So I took my existing venti size oh, cup. God. I went ahead and filled it with some cold oh, brew. Oh, let me finish. And <laughs> sipped it throughout the podcast, whatever it was I was doing. And then on my drive home, burst into tears for no reason. <laughs> Just fucking sobbing. And I was like, what? why am I sad? What's happening to my feelings? It was so fucking weird. Isn't that the best when you realize it's not because you're a monster? You're like, coffee. Yes. Okay. Yay. Or like PMS. Okay. That's Is this a big breakdown? Nope. Cold brew. Yeah. Cool. It was 16 full ounces of cold brew that oh I should have God. never had. That's insane. Or I don't know. Whatever, whatever ounce. It's, it's numbers. Don't worry This about much it. cold brew. You should only have this much. Then <laughs> you smoke like four cigarettes. But I had this much. And then I was like, I can see the sun. <laughs> and then smoked a pack of cigarettes. Oh, I, uh, the hotel I'm staying at that I hate that's like fucking kitschy as shit with no function whatsoever. Uh, no big deal. They're, it's fucking precious and there's like no hooks for the towels and like, the, I don't know, what the fuck? It's style. like, style over substance. It's so stylish. Like they, oh God, I hate them. They don't have, they have like, they hand you like real keys. Like, no, no. And then like, they, oh my God, I hate Is it, it like an old fashioned skeleton key? No, like not the that K-Hudson douchey. Movie? It's pretty, it's close. It's close enough. Um, and a, ca- and a, like a little, a candle on a little candle holder. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, they, I was at the, the bar restaurant, which is thankfully not fucking kitschy. And uh, the, the bartender last night is like, Hey, this drink's on me. Can you just go say hi to the hostess on your way out? She loves you, but she's Aww. too scared to talk to you. Aww. I know. And you like, said no, right? No. She was I'll like, fucking, absolutely not. I'll pay for this. I'm not here to do yeah. your bidding. And you think I'm broke? I can't afford my fucking house wine? I can afford my fucking house wine. I can order as much house wine yeah, as I want I and say my... hi to no one. <laughs> All shit face. Yeah, my well vodka. Fuck you. Give me a hostess. <laughs> so I, I did, but it was like. Oh, nice. Good, I, good, good. Yeah, I kind of get. Hi, you know, and then ran away. Also, like in that setup, then you—it's like you have to initiate. Where it's just right. like, I know you want to talk to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I heard you're in love with me. <laughs> and she's like, Oh no, the other no, hostess is off shift at seven. <laughs> I actually think what you're doing is wrong. I'm one of those people. I kind of that kind of happened to me the other day where I incorrectly thought someone knew who I was. <laughs> And then she just said, oh, no, you look like someone who was in here earlier. Oh. <laughs> and you were, uh, you had just finished signing whatever it was in front of you. You're like, yeah. oh, so you don't oh. want this? Okay. No, you don't? Okay, I'm going to go. All right, well, then get murdered. That's the new <laughs> saying for you. No. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> That's wrong. Oh, oh, Steven's here. Oh, Steven's here, everybody. Steven's here. Yes. Hi. Come in the, here. You want me to? Okay. You yeah, want to show here. you guys something. Steven, Steven. So, don't use the stairs. Oh. <laughs> Look at Steven. Look at Steven. Look at the mustache. This is the here. mustache we've been talking about for so long. Yeah. Hi. Take center so, stage, really uh, okay. drink it in. Drink we got in a huge. Feeling. Yeah. Hi. Oh god. 
I'm someone, so used to being in the back. What's that? I'm so used to being in the back. I know. Well, your baby, you need to grab that limelight because it's your time to shine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so it's uncanny. It's uncanny. Voodoo Donuts made a donut of Steven. <laughs> he already knew. Like, he got, I don't know why I'm presenting. I, it I look him. really excited. I'm just like, you are yay, I'm a donut. Donuts. I just realized there's jelly inside, and now I oh, could oh. eat, eat the whole Ooh, fucking thing. That It looks like Steven has been um, bisected oh, like the Black Dahlia. Oh, God. Ooh. I don't know if I should. Should I eat myself? Uh, yes, you yeah. should. Yeah. Let's have him eat the whole thing right now. Ready? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> oh, God. No, we don't pay him enough. To, he's like, fuck you. I forgot oh that I have a microphone in my hand, and one do it will start a full do it chant. That's, That's like probably the most addictive chant it's of all powerful. time is do it. And then Elvis is here. T- no, he's not. What's up, buddy? You walked all the way up here? Oh, no. Um, Steven, what tonight, what are you going to be handling during the show? Uh, Wait, am I supposed to spoil the the stuff? Uh, People know. People know. Don't describe the pictures or anything. You can talk about it. The audio, recording the show. Right. Steven. Yes. You you like audio? Justify justify you being here. Go ahead. Uh, recording, <laughs> recording the audio, helping out with. I'm the, sorry, I'm kidding. We're so glad you're oh, here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Write a list of everything yeah. that you've done today. And then yes. we'll decide. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. she said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't listen to what they say. No. It's okay. rule number one. Yeah. Audio and uh, visuals. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's be exciting. There is a reason you guys came here and not, didn't just listen on your pod, your Walkman. <laughs> on your ear, ear casts. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steven, do you want to snack on this in your sound booth? Yeah, take yeah, your I'll half take body away. Yeah. Good. You could actually give it to someone to eat you. Oh, yeah. Give it to if someone. anybody wants to eat oh. Steven, put your bad. hand up. Oh, here. <laughs> but it's extra gluten. Steven, no, thank you, Steven. Okay. He'll be okay. He's good. That's who, when we, rec- when we record the podcast in uh, George's apartment, we sit on the couch, and Stephen, that's who we're looking at sitting cross-legged across from us like this whole thing. Taking notes. <laughs> and you know you said something really funny when he takes his pencil and is like... <laughs> like what? And then sometimes what? he just rubs the side of his mustache <laughs> like the most evil villain of all time. <laughs> like an evil millennial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oxymoron. No, I'm <laughs> They're pretty good people. They're all right. right. Is that right? The right word? Yeah. What else? I was going to... Um, there's also a couple other things. Oh, I was going to tell... <laughs> this is the story I told the first show, but when I arrived in Portland, um, I got to... <laughs> I had to get my car, and when I got over to the area of the hired car area, Island 2... Let's hear it for Island 2. Uh, um <laughs> Uh, there was like a, there was a bunch of cars, everybody was waiting, so there's a bunch of cars waiting, and as I walk up, 
a, the guy gets out of his car and goes, Karen! Karen! <laughs> and I was, I immediately got into the car that was first. I was just like, I'm not fucking riding with the guy. <laughs> you tried to steal a fucking Uber. I tried to steal the person that get, you don't want to see an Uber driver out of the car. No, 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 no. That doesn't, that's no, no. unnatural. And it's, it's not, it means that he doesn't know what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> On top of the fact that he screamed my name like I was lost in a grocery store <laughs> and six years old. Oh, did I ever tell you this? Tell me. Go ahead. When I was little and right as my mom and I would walk into a grocery store because I was such a lunatic <laughs> that ev- until I was probably 12 and had to ask her to stop. As we would oh, walk yeah. into the grocery store every time, she'd go like this, so you're me and I'm my mom. She'd go, let's see what we're going to get today and grab me by the neck. Let's that feels see awful. what we're about to, and then steer me around the store. <laughs> Just so you know where I'm coming from. I'm going to start doing that to you whenever we're anywhere. It might not work out. No, I might get a black eye. <laughs> it might go badly. My mom, when she picked me up, she would, like, it's like she wanted me to fucking be embarrassed all the time and, like, get, you know, be funny because I hated everything and got made fun of so much. Like, so, well, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> no, you got to say it. You got to say it. Whenever she'd pick you up anywhere, like, in front of the school with all the cool kids watching and, like, she, you see her and you make eye contact she'd still go beep 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 <laughs> it was so embarrassing what a dick um like she knew what she was you did, doing you kind of did have a dick mom can i <laughs> now one up you uh-huh. with my father who was dedicated to humiliating me everywhere i went um one time we pulled into a this like vacation place we used to go to in Calistoga. It was like just cabins in the hills or whatever, in the, in the mountains. We pulled in one time and there was like a bunch of kids just playing in like the play area. And as we drove by, my dad goes, hey kids, will you be friends with Karen and Laura? <laughs> we were just like, oh. No. Oh yeah. Oh. There was one time where he used to drive this old white truck and he drove carpool. So he drove like, felt like 19 kids in the front cab of a truck. <laughs> Throw some in the back. Yeah. Where right as we pulled into school, the, uh, cause it was like from the seventies, the horn on the trucks just got stuck. <laughs> So we pulled into school, horn a blazing, like, as if to say, like, we're here, everybody. Look at us. And that is... my sister, who was super shy anyway, was like practically crying. She's like, Dad, turn it off. And he was laughing so hard. He's like, honey, I can't turn it off. Oh. You just got to go to school. <laughs> Parents, it's like, you know, they hate you yeah, so much. Yeah, they hate much. your guts. You've ruined their life for so ruined. long. This is not what they were expecting. It's so delicious that they get they're just like oh I get to do back to you like right. what you've been doing to me for 12 years right I kind of forgive my like she come on you're embarrassing me and she'd always go what I'm having fun <laughs> or you're drunk mom I'm not drunk I'm happy I'm happy mom great way to go you did your best late show late show everybody we're gonna get it a fucking yeah it's on the table Red Bull. we're saying it all tonight sweet sit Let's sit down. Okay. I made a I made the terrible mistake of looking on um, Twitter in between shows. Well, oh, no. and uh, I, I I shouldn't wear a dress that bisects me. Oh, this way. Fuck, dude. oh, seriously, what? It's no. Let me just say it. It's my show. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? My 
my mom was right about one thing that I need to sit sit up straight. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I looked at it too. And it's either that or we pretty. should. <laughs> Why can't I just relax and be who I am? I am. <laughs> am I pretty now, mom? I'm already wearing high heels. Am I pretty enough? I mean, you're lucky you can't see my fucking Spanx right now. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Which I still haven't bought mine. new ones. These are Spanx tights, by the by. That's a thing? Not to give them... I like these they're because... Hip. Don't they look like they're ripped? But they're not ripped. Yeah. They're designed to be ripped. Georgia, is there anything scarier than trying to log into an account and it tells you that your password is incorrect. And then you try again and it's the same thing. And after a few more failed attempts, big red letters appear saying you've been locked out and your account is suspended. That happens to me all the time, Karen. But scary password stories can have happy endings if you give 1Password a try. 1Password is a user-friendly password management system. It's trusted by consumers, families, small businesses, and large-scale enterprises. If you're tired of being the family member everyone texts for a streaming login or the unofficial keeper of all those shared work credentials, it's time for you to pass the torch to 1Password. They allow for secure login sharing. With 1Password, you can securely store more than just passwords, autofill everything from usernames to payment details and personal info. They'll also notify you about potential data breaches. 1Password saves everyone time. And in many cases, that save time equals money saved. The accounting department will thank you. Don't just listen to us. I mean, you should, but don't just do that. The Associated Press uses 1Password to secure their sensitive information in high-risk areas. Right now, our listeners can get a two-week free trial at onepasswordcom MFM. That's two free weeks at one, as in the number one, password.com slash mfm onepassword.com slash mfm goodbye well you're first this time because i went first last time okay you guys missed a whole thing i forgot a tissue oh do you need to do you need to run off stage there okay <laughs> sucked it back in you're just having some portland allergies everybody <laughs> you and your allergies okay oregon you guys have a lot of fucking murders <laughs> So thank you. It's the only way, it's like the only city we could do three shows in because yeah. it was like, there's just so many to choose from. Well, and also, can I just say this before we start? Mm -hmm. You guys have been so fucking fired up about this show from day one. Yeah. Thank you. The podcast, not from just the show. show. Yeah. Yeah, Look, for real. The, the podcast show. Yeah. Also, the reason I know this for a fact is the very first piece of Stay Sexy, Don't Get Murdered um, graffiti graffiti that was ever posted to our Twitter account was from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. You guys love that vandalism. Never forget it. I will never forget it because that's it kind of gave me that feeling like, uh-oh, this might be something yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, like, oh... Wait, what? they wrote it on the wall and in the bathroom. For the first time, I saw one in person in the wild yesterday. Oh, yeah. We went to dinner and I went to the bathroom and I'm peeing and I look and I fucking went, oh, my God, which I'm sure the girl in line was like, what the hell? <laughs> it says stay sexy, don't get murdered at the Huber's bathroom. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Thank you. Someone I... else loves turkey as much as we do <laughs> at Huber's. That was really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Portland. Thank you, Portland. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Oregon. On February 19th, 1984, 20, ooh, 21 year old Rebecca Darling 
which is like the best name, was working the graveyard shift at an all-night convenience store. A, I know, right? A customer reported seeing her working around 3.20 a.m., but 30 minutes later, another shopper came in and she's gone. Uh, about a month later, Rebecca's body is found concealed in some brush along Little Pudding River. Is that right? There's a they ri- just found it. There's a river made of pudding here. That's... <laughs> That's what we've always wanted. That's what we've always wanted. As long as it's not tapioca. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's butterscotch, hey. you get super specific. <laughs> Jello or pudding river? Which would you rather have be in? Uh, Jello or pudding are my choices. Yeah. Could I? Th- I can't. Rice pudding can't be a choice. Sure. You don't decide. <laughs> God. I'm gonna wipe my nose on the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> your Kleenex, Georgia. You've made it. Oh my god. That's so sweet. That's so not rock and roll. I just blew my nose on a tablecloth. <laughs> people. Mm, the last bit of shame she had was gone that gone night. Gone away that day. You'd think it would be gone when you gave the girl your autograph who didn't ask for it. But no. 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 Turns out no. no, no, there was none left. No, 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 no. <clears throat> pudding River. Back to the pudding. <laughs> it gets bummy. It's get, gets bummed out now. Yeah. Along the Little Pudding River, six miles from town, Rebecca's body is found. Uh, she's nude from the waist up, and she's been strangled with a piece of rope, ha- hands bound behind her back. Mm. A few weeks after she's found, on April 7th, 1984, police find an abandoned car and trace it back to 18-year-old co-ed Catherine Redmond, who's been, who was last seen at a campus frat party around 2.15 in the morning. Already bad news. I know. Four days later, Catherine's nude body is found just four miles from where Rebecca's body had been found. The cause of her death is traumatic asphyxiation, which is like, isn't it always traumatic? <laughs> Not if you choke on a Cheez-It. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. I mean, it just came to me fast. It <laughs> was impressive. That's 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 me. Mm-hmm. That's or who wait, I am. what was the thing that you got stuck in your teeth from the hotel? Not if you stroke on a oh a kettle chip. Kettle chip. It fucking jammed right into my gums. <laughs> that's traumatic. That hurt me. Uh, <laughs> and she had been sexually assaulted. <laughs> there's no way to add that. No, I mean, there's the no there's no good way to add that sentence. <clears throat> Witnesses say that they saw a late 1960s Pontiac station wagon in the area where Redmond's abandoned car had been found around the time she disappeared. Um, and another Salem resident comes forward and reports that her car had been bumped by a similar car a few days earlier um, and that the hulking driver had invited her to leave her car and come check on the damage, which we all know, but they oh. didn't know in the 80s. Don't fucking do that. So sorry. You're saying like at an intersection or something, someone bumps her right. from behind and then the humongous man, I'm assuming, that was inside was like, oh, you should see yeah. this dent in your bumper. We're on this quiet road, yeah. you know, come, come check this. And she was like, well, no, nope, I'm going to speed away. <laughs> well, she did say, 
no, let's go to this gas station down the road. And he was like, forget it, and took off, which is like a clear sign that he's on the level. Imagine how scary that is, oh. where you're like, instinctual, however, whatever reason made yeah. her do that. She does it and immediately is proven that that guy was a fucking psycho. She made the best decision oh. ever. Oh. Yeah, so she's like, this thing just happened to me with a similar car. This guy was huge and a creep. Uh, and then he took off. So police discovered that a man had called a tow truck company to rescue him from a ditch on April 7th, the night that um, she, that Catherine disappeared. And it's near the place where her car had been found. And his car fits the profile, and he had been previously convicted of sexual assault. So let's talk about this dick. <laughs> William Scott Smith is born in 1960. He's 6'3 and 300 pounds. Fuck. Not when he's born, but... <laughs> he spent his first six years in the circus <laughs> and he had been convicted of charges of menacing when he was 18 in Silverton, Oregon oh wait <laughs> what? Oh, I, they just don't like Silverton they don't like Silverton at all alright noted got it I guess our tour there tomorrow is cancelled <laughs> Then, in 1979, he and another man were accused of secondary sexual assault on a woman, but Smith was acquitted of the charge, but his accomplice goes to jail. Then he gets convicted of indecent exposure in 81 in Boise, Idaho. Then a year later... Boise, but not Silverton? I mean... They're fickle, they're fickle. Okay. Uh, And a year later, he's questioned... Uh, from Boise officers in the unsolved murder of a 14-year-old girl named Lisa Chambers, but I looked it up and someone else got convicted of it, so it wasn't him. Uh, things were getting hot in Idaho. I, all right. So it goes back to Salem. He feels more at home there. Uh, um, April 26, 1984, after the evidence against him is crazy. He's arraigned on two counts of first-degree murder in Salem. Um, but police saw no links between him and five other unsolved homicides that had plagued Salem since 81, <laughs> which is like, get the fuck out of Salem, yeah. dude. That's a lot. He waives his right to a jury trial, is convicted on all counts, and given two consecutive life terms, although he only has to complete a minimum of 40 years before he's considered for parole. And then in 2007, a cold case is reopened. Mm. On July 4th, 1982, in Salem, while delivering pizzas, 18-year-old Sherry Everly vanishes after going on a call to a fake address to deliver pizzas. I know. That sounded sarcastic, huh? (laughs) I know. I'm just, what year was this? This is 84. Is that-, that hair is so 1984. Is it? it is. You just pull one comb through the top of that and you are off to school. Like a- Maybe a little bit. Aquanet, Aquanet, you're out the door. Yeah, Spritz I on had some it. sweet honesty. hair. Do you? Sorry. Okay. Spritz on some sweet honesty and you're on your fucking way. <laughs> That's right. That's right, girl. So. The, jar- the uh, bottle's all dusty. <laughs> your dusty old sweet honesty bottle. Dust it on. Dusty. <laughs> Uh, so Sherry vanishes and they later trace the fake call to the fake address to a Salem motel and her car is found with the engine running near the address of the order less than an hour after she left so like car three sitting there with the engine running Uh and three pizzas on the ground near her car that must be bad yeah 
Her body is never found, and the case goes cold for 25 years, aside from, and I thought this was fucking horrible, a psychic naming a suspect that investigators, investigators already had on their list named Daryl, and he was an acquaintance of Sherry, and he claims that his vision showed Daryl's house, and the detective interviewed um, him while the psychic was in the car, which seems not up to code. Uh, <laughs> and that same day, Daryl kills himself. Oh, shit. Um, which everyone's like, that's an indication of guilt. Uh, and he also had painted his truck a different color a month after she disappeared, and he drove a similar truck that people said was in the area. But guess what? It wasn't him. Oh. Um, they, uh, in a cold case reexamination, uh, they confront William Scott Smith in prison, and he confesses, confesses and enters a guilty plea. Jesus. I know. Whoa, Can you whoa, fucking whoa. deal with this fucking face? The beard is distracting, too, because yeah. it's like bald and beard is a strange combination. Yeah. Or not, no offense, I mean, I don't mean it that way, but it's just like, <laughs> it's heavy, just a lot to look a at. Beard. I'm like, is this picture upside down? What am I looking at? <laughs> I'm trying to focus. What are we looking at? Okay, so that's okay. him, dude. Okay. Mm. Uh, so he he enters a guilty plea, and he they say he has an accomplice named Roger Nosef. I couldn't find anything about him online, which is crazy. And he says that they were planning to abduct a different female delivery driver, hold her for ransom, but uh, Everly came instead. And says, and one of the facts that never came out publicly is that the next day after the abduction, there was a ransom call to the pizza place. Um, what and, fucking janky shit is that? Like. <laughs> You ransom rich people. Yeah. Not fucking dominoes. It's like, <laughs> did you, it's literally dominoes. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the psychic now, motherfuckers? <laughs> I didn't see this. That was amazing. Um, it's a pretty popular pizza place, though. I <laughs> yeah. Fucking, what the fuck? But they killed her anyways. Um, they, he says that they dumped her body near the, Pudding River, but they searched the area. Nothing turned up, but it was 25 years later, and there had been a bunch of flooding, um, and her body's never been found. And a third life sentence is added to the two he already has. Um, that, but some people, some oh, although some okay, uh, some people say oh, some people don't think he actually committed it, and he just said he did so he could get better privileges in prison. Because some people, sorry, is that the way it works? I think sometimes. And what? also, what are better privileges? <laughs> fucking top ramen instead of fucking <laughs> Safeway ramen. Instead of toilet wine, you get sink wine. <laughs> Drink up. I mean, I've never been in prison, so I wouldn't know. I have. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> laugh riot? Would you mean... call it? <laughs> oh, that'd be funny if there was a laugh riot instead of a riot riot in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got to shoot that for YouTube. Um, uh, <laughs> that Red Bull kicking in right about so now? <laughs> I can see the sun. Okay, so then in 2012, while serving his time, another cold case is reopened. February 12th, 1981, 20-year-old Terry Cox Monroe is out dancing with friends at the Oregon Museum Tavern, where we're having an after party. I know. Um, Top feather. 
Yeah, is that a different? What's the difference there? That's 81. So is yeah, that? Yeah, that's way earlier when um, in the late 70s it was uh-huh. full feather. Uh-huh. My cousins Lisa and Cheryl had like these huge feathers. The, the feather just went all the way to the back of your head. Mm-hmm. It was super intense. And then a little bit later on it was just like feather those bangs. Uh, so she so she goes outside to get some fresh air. Don't ever do that. Don't get fresh air. <laughs> but this is when they smoked indoors too. So it's probably fucking disgusting that's in there. That's true. Oh my and, God. and they gave out asbestos all the time. <laughs> it's free asbestos everywhere. Can I get an asbestos and soda? Two, two asbestoses and, and then a, a Virginia Slim. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good. She doesn't show up for work the next day and her parents report her missing and her clothes and identification were found near the Williamette River, which is behind the... No, you're wrong. No. Oh, I now I know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I mean, the word William, I get it. I see it now. I see it now. Will, Will, Willamette. Just go past it. No? Why would you say it again? <laughs> and don't ever say what. <laughs> Are you high? Jesus Christ. Uh, four more times? Is the coffee working for you? <laughs> no, I need it, actually. <laughs> um, what if someone threw a coffee cup on stage? Like, <laughs> just like coffee. But uh, it lands perfectly, like yeah. one of those YouTube videos of the thing. <laughs> uh, no trace of her body is found until March 15th, 1981, about a mile down the river. And an autopsy concludes that she died of homicidal asphyx- asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. Which is like, they just want to call it something other than asphyxiation. They love to specify. Yeah. No suspects arrested. The case goes cold. And then they reopen the case on January 2012. And uh, Detective Jim Miller notices that Monroe was murdered the same way as Smith's other three victims. He uses his signature method of operation. He briefly stalks his victim before kidnapping, beating, raping, and strangling them to death with a piece of rope, a piece of clothing, or some other device. Um, So, And after killing them, he places his victims in a body of water, usually a river stream. So he had done that, too. So William Scott Smith, 53 now, pleads guilty to her murder, saying that this he strangled Monroe outside the tavern. He's sentenced to life in prison, which will be his fourth life sentence. <laughs> He's still fucking in prison, and the man that police suspect to be his accomplice, Roger Nosef, died in 2004. Wow. And they think he killed a lot more people. So it was this beard guy? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. It was all him. All well, that's time. good. Yeah. Then he's in jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steven, do you think you could grow a beard like that? Uh, when I lived in New Zealand, I didn't shave for seven months. And did it look like that? Yeah, it was all neck beard. It was bad. Oh. Never well, again. Gonna... What? Never again. No, it's required for the job now. No. no. <laughs> Too late. Too late. It's a requirement. Yeah. It's going into the contract. Uh-huh. <laughs> The contract's like on a napkin and crayon. Yeah. Steven has to. And George has blown her nose on four times. <laughs> I'm trying not to be wasteful. All right. Should we move on to mine? Do it. Let's get rid of that guy. <laughs> Permanently. Yeah. Yes. Great oh, thank job. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't want to look. Tell uh, me. Well... I um, started when I was looking into this, because we actually have done so many Portland either murders or murderers. There have been a ton, obviously. Yep. Um, you guys love it. Yep. And Your murder it. cup runneth over. People feel free to stab and maim up here. Yep. 
So I started looking into, just to get twisted around and make it a little bit interesting, I just looked into if there were ever any murders at Crater Lake. Um, <laughs> oh, you don't know what Crater oh. Lake is? Okay, I'll tell you. It's right behind you. <laughs> oh, this is my lake, Crater Lake. <laughs> oh. Oh my That's, God, it's I'm going to send you that postcard later. That's some straight up fucking prehistoric, like, bullshit. Yeah, know? girl, it moon, is. Like moon rocks flew into the... Is that true? Wendy, yes. Oh my God. Do you want to know? Yeah, always. Crater Lake. Because it's crater, I guess that makes... Oh yeah, you did kind right. of... That was a context clue <laughs> that you put together for yourself. <clears throat> crater Lake, located in Klamath County, within the Cascade Range, uh... Uh, is over tw- almost 20 miles wide and almost 2,000 feet deep, which makes it the deepest lake in America. Yeah. You did it. And you, you did, did it. it. You did it. Thank you. <laughs> At one point, it was rumored to be bottomless, but... That's not a thing. That's, that's a- It's not true, and we all know how hurtful rumors can be. <laughs> You do have a big, beautiful bottom, Crater Lake. You look good in it. It is a caldera lake. It sits atop a dormant volcano, Mount Mazama, which last erupted in 5,500... 5,700 BC. Um... It is the clearest, cleanest, deepest body of water in the United States. It's filled with rainwater, and it is so pristine, um, and wavelengths of sunlight are able to penetrate so deep <gasps> that the colors reflected back to our retinas are blues and purples of an unreal intensity. Oh. Yeah, baby. Ayahuasca. <laughs> To the Klamath, it was a site too sacred for human eyes, and they believed just looking at the lake was uh, to risk death and lasting sorrow. Jeez. Which you'd, you'd think those would be flipped, because once you're dead, the sorrow wouldn't really come <laughs> into play, but... <laughs> that sounds like a big bummer. A miner named John Hillman in 19... Uh, sorry, 1853 was the first white man to see that lake, and just before he reached the crater's rim, he saw a snow-white deer with pink eyes. Yikes. Pink eye? With, with a very bad eye infection. Very bad. And a little neosporin on both eyes, so it looked kind of glossy. And it looked like he was crying, and it made John sad. Oh, oh wait. I lost my spot. Uh, a snow white deer with pink eyes and vampire fangs. Really? No, I just... Oh. No, that part's not real. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing, though? Because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, that's a bad... <laughs> Attack deer. Just had a dead bunny in its jaws. It has a dead other deer in its jaws. <gasps> oh, not cannibal. white deer, yeah. It's a vampire cannibal. Oh my deer. God. Can you focus, please? <laughs> there is a stump of a hemlock tree that floats in Crater Lake called the Old Man. What? I don't. Let's hear it for the what old the man. Fuck? Look at it. Okay. <laughs> Look at it. Over 30 feet long, yeah. this hemlock stump floats perfectly upright, and it is carbon dated to be over 435 years old. What the shit? This is the best book report I've ever given. (laughs) We are in a school, so... I know. I know, I'm feeling it. (sighs) That's the old man. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, so there was a, a submarine team that was in the lake. They saw the old man. This was like sometime in the 60s. And they tied it up to... Um, to their stuff because they wanted to look at it. <laughs> uh-huh. To their equipment because uh-huh. they wanted to investigate it. Uh-huh. And right when they tied it up, a huge storm <gasps> kicked up on the lake. White caps started on the lake and they, it didn't end until they untied it and, and everything went right back down. Fuck. So the old man controls the weather. Man. And white, white man's always going to be like, let's see about this and like take it apart because they need to know instead of just like looking at it. Like, That's beautiful. Okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah. Fucking well, but asshole. it is like very unusual that it floats straight yes. up and down because any normal log floats like this. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's like this. It's not a thing. I'm doing this. He's Civics. like, I got to do this. Okay. All right. Also... Several people have claimed to see Bigfoot near Crater Lake. Mm. Really? Yeah. They've spotted him. Two park rangers said they saw him, and then they smelled him, and then he threw a pine cone at them. I hate to say it again, but ayahuasca. (laughs) It's a fucking fucked up drug. That was just a third park ranger. Um... (laughs) Actually, there's... um, Some people claim that they accidentally hit Bigfoot with their car at Crater Lake, but before they could show anybody, a government team uh-huh. came in and swept the body away. Yeah, but definitely happened. Um, what I think is funny is that that is also the beginning scene of Harry and the Hendersons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like if Harry and the Hendersons were like a sad government movie, yeah. you know, like it's science fiction. That's true. Um, Not a fun comedy. Uh, They have lake monsters, UFOs, mysterious campfires. (laughs) Which, that's my favorite one. Mysterious camp... If there's a campfire, then it's a... It's just a fire. A mysterious fire. Explain to me what you think campfires are. Oh, am I wrong? Do I not know? I don't know. A campfire is a fire. A camp. A camp. Then you walk up to it and it's still there when you get there. Well, these ones aren't there. Oh, I get it. You walk up and okay. just there's nothing there's there. It's just not just like a mysterious what? campfire. It's just like, there's a campfire. No, there isn't. Okay. It's just an orange jacket on the ground. <laughs> Crazy shit's happening up there is what we're saying. Crazy fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But mostly, Crater Lake has a lot of death. And so I'm just going to read you a couple of my favorites. Um, <laughs> September 24th, 1994, an Aeropostale AS350 helicopter from Seattle heading to Las Vegas crashes and sinks uh, between Wizard Island and the Lodge. Don't you want to go to Wizard Island uh-huh. so fucking bad? Yeah. What's on Wizard Island? Fucking wizards? <laughs> uh, several dozen park visitors watched the helicopter <gasps> as it skimmed over the smooth surface and then suddenly plunged into the water. No. The speculation is that the pilot... Uh, became confused by the near-perfect mirror image of the sky that was in the surface of the lake and thought he oh, was going no. up. Oh, no. Yeah. I Can it. you imagine that? You're just all fishing on the side of Crater oh. Lake. Like, do-do-do. What a yeah. great vacation with my... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Straight to do the bottom. Do we stay or do we go home? Is it rude if we... Like, is it disrespectful? <laughs> we, like, finish our vacation? Everybody just look away. Yeah. Look away and don't look back. I took three days off work. Should I... <laughs> I mean, we spent a lot of money. Yeah, like, you know, poured some beer out for those guys <laughs> at the mysterious campfire that night. <laughs> That night, 25 campfires lit along the... <laughs> All right. In July 27, 1990, 
this one's fucked up. Uh-uh. Uh, we've been having a great time so far. <laughs> That's going to stop right now. At 3.20 p.m., Della Marie Zelinsky of Mead, Washington, uh, falls 700 feet to her death at Discovery Point. Oh. The only eyewitnesses were her three children, Jeremy, 16, uh-huh, John, 7, and Brittany, 5. Oh, man. And they... a former... Oh, and a former... No, just... <laughs> the way you look down. The fo- oh. And a former uh, ranger named Bruce Black who saw the fall from Wizard Island. Oh, we know Bruce Black's on Wizard Island. Okay. Uh, I didn't put that together. So here's what happened. The family had walked out to a narrow, rocky, spine-like ridge to get a better view of Wizard Island because they were as as fascinated as I am about Wizard Island. But here's the thing. The mother loses her footing and she's holding the five-year-old. As she falls, she fucking throws the five-year-old to the teenager and then goes... Oh my, that's just horrifying. It is not cool. Oh no. But also kind of fucking amazing. amazing. And like, what an incredible, insane mother move. Yeah. I just like, when I read that, I was like, that's so fucking amazing. Um, Yeah, silver lining. Okay, on August uh, 29th, 1984, patrol ranger Alice Seibecker, this one's fucking crazy, attempts to stop a slightly speeding 1982 Volvo on the south entrance road, uh, but the driver refuses to stop, so Alice gives chase, and as her patrol car comes up from behind, the Volvo suddenly explodes, runs off the road, flies through the air, and hits an embankment. What in the fuck? Yes. So, explodes. Yes. It just fucking explodes. No. So the driver was named Andres Merzedjukas. And uh, he was a German national, and he's, of course, instantly killed. His body remained in the wrecked car for four hours while the Jackson County Sheriff Bomb Squad and the FBI (gasps) checked the car over for hidden explosives. But it turned out the explosion was caused by a hand grenade that Merzjukas was holding at the time of the explosion. And And they know this because his left hand... And face were blown. Oh, dude. So as they search the car, they find a knife, a pistol, uh, which are both stored in the driver's door, and a rifle that's in the trunk. And they also find several sets of ID, all false, two California license plates. Uh, The Volvo had been stolen from a rental company in San Diego, and this man was wanted in Texas for drug smuggling charges, and he had served time in federal prison. He planned to either use the grenade against Alice, the park ranger, and it accidentally dropped it, which is like, then it's all like snowy road. I gotta get it. Shit. It's a Volvo. Everything's all Swedish and safe. Oh, God. This final line is kind of my, maybe one of my favorites ever. Alice then left the park service and returned to her former career of violin making. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Sorry, Alice. I didn't realize you were the most fascinating person in the world. Yeah. I mean, she's back there in her violin shop like, I've I seen a lot of heavy shit, yeah. so just fucking yeah. let, me, let me pull this cat gut across this wood. Oh my God, honey. Okay. November 27th, 1960, 19-year-old son of Ralph and Catherine Payton, 
who owned the Crater Lake Lodge. Um, their son is found stabbed to death in his car in Forest Park. Larry Payton had been stabbed 23 times, and the interior of the car showed the evidence of a terrific struggle, the cop said. Missing and presumed kidnapped or slain was Payton's girlfriend, Beverly Ann <gasps> Allen, also 19, from Washington State. They had met the previous summer while they both worked at Crater Lake Lodge, and uh, Miss Allen had been visiting the Paytons during the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, so they had Thanksgiving dinner with the parents, and then they had left for an evening drive to park. Evening drive following dinner. Um, uh, So Beverly Ann Allen's body was discovered two months later, lying in roadside brush alongside a highway west of Portland. Oh, my God. And this, this then said the murders were eventually solved 10 or so years later, but not conclusively. So that's mean it that that means it's not solved. Right. <laughs> the actual <laughs> definition of <laughs> who am I to criticize when I've just simply cut and paste pasted. <laughs> who did it? That sounds like a zodiac killer type of thing, don't it? But he didn't take the victims with him, right? I don't think he would go places with the victims, but he did he was one of those people that liked to have a man there. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Early fucking zodiac. Yeah, that's right. That's my. I'm just like randomly pulling that out of my ass. I like it though. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. That's good. Um, Okay, this is this one is the most famous. Um, You may have heard of it already. In July 1952, Albert Jones of Concord, California, and Charles Colhane of Detroit, Michigan, were executives with United Motor Service, which is a subsidiary of General Motors, and they were found murdered on South Road, 3.5 miles north of the South Boundary. They had driven, uh, um, they were there on vacation with their wives. They had gone in a car separate and driven ahead, um, agreeing to meet at their summer cabin at Union Creek. And th- when the wives came up upon the car, they found the car, which was a green 1951 Pontiac, parked on the turnout overlooking Annie Creek Canyon. The right passenger side door was standing open, but they couldn't find their husbands, mm. so they called the rangers. And... The men's bodies were found a short time later, a quarter mile off the road, in an open stand of ponderosa pine. Both men were found with their shoes removed, powder burns on the side of their heads, um, indicating an execution-style murder. They had been gagged with their own ties, but they were not bound, and their stockings were clean, which indicated that they didn't walk anywhere. They just took their shoes off Hmm. and then were murdered there. Um, In the excitement of the discovery of the bodies, Tons of people walked all over the crime scene, destroying much of the evidence. And uh, since the entrance rangers during these years recorded the license number of every car that entered the park, the FBI began a massive investigation, uh, taking years to trace each tag number. And some people were even tracked to Europe. Uh, several local suspects were identified, but lacking hard evidence, no arrests were ever made. And even though $300 was taken from their wallets and their watches were taken, the men's luggage was left in the car. Um, so they don't really think it was for robbery purposes. And uh, in a letter that um, he wrote to his daughter a month before he was murdered, Jones said to her, things are worse than they have ever been. And she thinks, his daughter believes, um, because at the time in working for GM, they were having trouble with the union. So her theory is that it was a mob hit murder for like yeah. business reasons. Yeah. Um, there's also some locals who had their own theory, um, but they were, it, it, 
it made this go from like six pages to 42 pages. <laughs> like just the, just talking and there were just like conversations back and forth with the cops and it was like, I don't know. And then it got this thing. So then we're just like, ah, and if they listened to me, I told the FBI, but they never came back. Did they there talk was like, like a lot that? of that shit. <laughs> you guys don't have accents like that, but that was the, the feel of the article was like an old guy standing yeah. there outside of a gas station. With theories. With, with like a lot of theories. Jeans and jeans and theories. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I told him. I saw the guy. I told him. They didn't listen to me. All right. This one, I kind of love so much in the sickest way. And this is from July 4th, 1947. A park visitor named Mr. Cornelius suddenly stops hiking, calmly hands his wife his wallet. Oh, my God sits down on a snowshoot near the Old Lake Trail and without a word, slides over the edge of the snowbank and falls to the water's edge. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't die. He only broke his leg. Oh, fuck. So then he climbs into the lake no. and drowns himself. No! With everybody watching. His wife is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do I need your wallet, motherfucker? Yeah. Oh, my God. His wife later claimed that he had been in some sort of daze or trance <gasps> during the incident. How fucking creepy. Like, Can you hold my water while I go over <gasps> here? Well, I go for the... Mm, well, I go fucking Sledding to death? So in that, I kind of like, I like the idea that, say, it's the albino deer that came back and hypnotized <gasps> him and it was like, come over the edge with me. Come over, Mr. Cornelius. Oh, no. And your wife, your wife. You won't need it where we're going. Abigail, I must follow the vampire deer. <laughs> oh. Oh, it only broke your leg. It's fucked up. Yeah, but it only broke his leg. Dude. The worst of all suicide situations. Yeah. All right. But the, the last one is from someone from here in Portland, Tara, who sent us this as a hometown murder. Ooh. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Hi, George and Karen. They all start like that. <laughs> it's weird. They all know. I started listening to your awesome podcast this week, and I'm absolutely sucked in. No escape. <laughs> I wanted to tell you guys about my hometown murder because it's now in our family mystery. It is now our own family mystery that I think is so creepy, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. So in the summer of 2016, my family went up to Crater Lake, Oregon, to our cabin for a few weeks. My brother brought along a friend of his, and brought their they brought their motorbikes um, so they could go to the bluff, which is just a forest where a lot of tourists go hiking. So the first week we were there, my brother and his friend went to the bluff on their bikes and noticed a station wagon with Washington plates parked behind some trees with a sun visor up, which I think she, I think she means one of those sunshades. Yeah. I was confused when I first read it. I was like, what? It's the car's wearing a visor? What's happening? <laughs> Is it one of the ones that says... Call nine if you if you can see this side. Call nine one one. Remember those from like this oh yeah, underneath? like and it, then you but you put it up even though you're at Target and you're like oh shit I didn't realize it was <laughs> on I, that side. Yeah, nobody called nine one one. And everyone's like, am I supposed to call nine one one or is I that guess, weird? I mean, I I'll assume other people called nine one one or like, is that a bad nine one one all that time when they were parked back <laughs> in the seventies? Constant calling of nine one one. My brother thought nothing of it, thinking it was just some hikers. However, they went back the next week and the car was still there. So my brother decided to go check it out and see what was up. Hey. He got closer to the car oh. 
and noticed a massive swarm of flies around oh. the car. Hmm. No. no. They're out in nature. <laughs> a silhouette of a person in the passenger seat and blood splatter on the windshield. Needless to say, my brother and his friend booked it the fuck out of there. <laughs> He told my dad about the whole thing, and they called the county police and waited in the parking lot for the detectives to show up. It took the detectives two fucking hours to finally show up, <laughs> oh, no. and when they finished asking them questions, my dad asked one of the detectives, so did this, does this happen very often? And the detective just shrugged his shoulders and said, it's Klamath County. Oh, no. <laughs> and he had Gene and Gene Jeans, and Jeans. It was the cop same hat. guy. Cop hat. It was the same guy from the with the theories. There's just one guy who lives there. You know, I don't know. I told him. <laughs> Apparently, there had already been four other murder suicides that year alone. Holy fuck! There was never anything in the news about it, or who the person was, or how he died. So my mom and I like to conspire all the time, <gasps> which I think she means theorize. Or sun visor. I mean, maybe I they're know. conspiring to kill to do it themselves. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Tara B. So Yay. that's Crater Lake. Please be careful. Don't go to the edge. No. And take pictures. You're Listen, not above signs. I don't care what the white deer with the fangs and the and pink eye tells you. Yeah. Don't listen. Don't to, listen to. Don't him. listen to magical deer. No. Hey, that was great. Hey, good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Should we, uh, thank you. That's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, We crave your applause. Can we, should we do a hometown? I think we should do a hometown winner. Yeah. Yeah. You want to pick someone? Yeah. Can we do, can we have the lights up just a tiny bit if that's a a thing you'd be able to do? Karen's good at this. I'm going to let her. (laughs) I'm the psychic. So, right there. Yeah. Come on down. This girl. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. 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 Annalisa. Annalisa. Come here. Look, you get your mic. Come here. Center stage, center stage. I know. It's super nerve wracking. It's really bright. I know, right? can't see anything. But just stare straight into it and it kind of dulls out your retinas and you get used to it. Okay. Hi. 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 Where are you from? Um, Salem. I grew up in Salem, but I live in Hood River. They hate Salem. I know. Well, we got a lot of murderers. Oh, okay. Got it. So what's your so is Salem? Okay, here? so this is pretty crazy. It's it's in Salem. Well, it's in Turner. If anyone's from Turner, they love Turner. It's pretty crazy. So I actually sent you guys an email about it. So if you read it later, just ignore it. We'll delete okay. it immediately. Just delete it. Just delete it. We'll never read it. Delete it. Yeah. So okay. So this is a crazy story, and I know about it because my cousin found the body. Oh shit! Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cousin connection is a yes. hot connection. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So my cousin was duck hunting with his friends. On How some, old? Uh, like 16, I think. Fucking lucky. Yeah. So <laughs> that he found a body or that he was duck hunting? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Just he's clearly very privileged in every way. Yes. Definitely. Um, so he was duck hunting with his friend and they saw in the distance kind of by a creek this jacket, this like camo jacket. And they're like, oh, hey, someone left their jacket here. Went up to it. There was a rotting body inside. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. always a possibility. Gross. Yeah. Ew. So they called the police. Police came out. And then all this stuff came out in the news later that the body was actually this fugitive 
who had like kidnapped girls and done all these terrible things. So this dude's name was Paul Winkleblack, and he had, it's a bad name, bad guy. Yeah. And he had, um, he had like done some terrible things, like molested kids and had been in um, jail and had gotten out and violated his parole. And so they were going to go arrest him and he disappeared. So he was on the lam. And then this is crazy. He was in Portland. There was a Snoop Dogg concert. Yeah. 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 Pretty insane. So there's a Snoop Dogg concert and these two girls are leaving. They'd been drinking a little. They're underage. They're, they go, get to their car and he comes up to them and says, I'm an undercover police car. We're doing raids. You're going to get arrested for drunk driving unless I can drive you out of here. Uh, okay, that's yeah. never true. The girls were like, nah, nah, but then by some stupid chance, a police car drove by and he's like, those are my guys. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. So they all get oh, in. It's terrible. like, see, and they like wave at him. I and know. Oh, oh, no. Bad, happy accident. Wait, uh, I'm, I don't know why, but I'm confused right now. Okay. <laughs> so they were, they were hesitant. They didn't want to do it. Yes. But then a police car happened to drive by at that moment. Yes. And the dude, Paul Winklebeck, was like, see, they're out, we're out patrolling. These are my oh, guys. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I thought it was the opposite shit. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they all get in and then he like kind of tricks them into giving him his phone. They're like, hey, let's take photos. And he's like, well, let me see your phone, blah, blah, So he gets the phones and then it becomes clear. This is a kidnapping. He brings out a giant knife <gasps> and he like makes them take some pills and stuff. He's like really creepy. <gasps> and so they're on the freeway. They're on I-5. They're headed south. And Sorry, I'm going to stop you. This yeah. is the best story I've ever heard in my <laughs> it's life. Crazy. I'm, not, I'm not kidding. This yeah. is the best. Okay. This is yeah. insane. Okay. It's good. It has a good ending. It has a good ending. Okay, good, oh, good, so, good. Um, so they're heading south, and then at some point, like, off of Turner, like, they get on the freeway, um, the highway toward Detroit. Um, he gets out, and he's, like, going to start, he tries to pull one out, and so then the other one comes and starts fighting him, and then he starts focusing on her, and then the other one wants to find him, too, but her friend says, run, 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 so she just starts booking it through oh, a field, no. yeah. and she sees a farmhouse in the distance, she gets to the farmhouse, screams, knocks on the door, my friend's being attacked, they go back, the friend, other friend's still there, alive. Yes. yes. Both made it. Okay. They fought. <laughs> They fought him off, and, and he's and he's gone. He's gone. The car's gone. So they call the cops, but they don't find him, and they don't find him for five years until <gasps> my cousin finds him. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. And they don't know how he died. They just think he died of like exposure and drowning, but they don't know how. So it's kind of a mystery, like if he tried it with someone else and something happened, or if he just <gasps> where like, has he been for five years? I don't know. They thought he was like on America's Most Wanted and all this stuff. He was living, and in he that was forest. he was dead. He died. Well, they think that he died that. That, that so that's time. how old his body yeah. was? Yeah, they found the same outfit that he was wearing. Dude. Oh. Yeah. What if those two girls went back and they're like, you should not yeah, have fucked with us. Oh. I hope they did. They're like, they're like, we sweat we slept off those pills and we fucking jammed out to Snoop Dogg. And now we're gonna, you're getting two to the dome. I have chills. That is crazy, huh? The best. Yeah. Oh my god. Thanks. your cousin now um he's still at home i think he's 18 now so he's just hanging out at home in salem two years can we ago. call him he's <laughs> <laughs> so surprised i was telling this story what uh, uh uh what did he did he have like i just want to hear about that <laughs> sensation of fi- actually finding a dead body yeah. was he like super bummed no, out did he have to go to he therapy was, like, super chill about it he was just like oh yeah you know it was cool whatever they like looked in the jacket <laughs> They, and he, they touched he, like, it? Yeah, he found his wallet, I You're think. You're not allowed to touch yeah, it. I know. Ew! Wait, what's his name? Nathaniel. Uh, you you, you oh, can't no. get on the stage. Okay. That's not cool at all. 
Oh, that's my sister. She's part of it. Oh, she doesn't know the story. Okay, get over there. Get over there. This is my sister. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, but seriously, nobody else get on the stage. Sorry. The sneaking thing was very upsetting. Well, there was a drunk girl. I thought it must have been her. I was like, a drunk girl came. Okay, you should have come the first time. That was awful. This is a murder show. This is the worst case scenario. You guys looked over behind my shoulder and looked, and you had horror on your face. I was like, I was ready to bolt. Also, you're you're wearing kind of an army jacket. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah, yeah. I apologize. What's happening? Tell us. Okay. You might know more. Uh-oh. So as Aunt Lisa was saying this, I was dying because I'm like, tell her this part, tell her this part. <gasps> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This better be good. <laughs> and then and then this lovely lady said, just go up there. Just go up there. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> okay. So this may be kind of a build-up. It may not be that. Good. <laughs> it, better be really good. it may not be that good. Alisa <laughs> did a fantastic job of telling the story. She really did. No, the part that I love the most, though, is the way that when Nathaniel tells the story, the way he describes what you were saying, like I want to know what it's like to find a dead body. He said he walks over to it and he sees this coat and he's like, "Huh, what's the coat doing here?" And he picks it up and then he goes. Oh my gosh, there's an arm inside. Because oh. he feels, he, and he, he's kind of like, um, Nathaniel's, he's, he's a little morbid. He's a little morbid. He, um, what did he do for his high school internship? Like he, oh, taxidermy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he's fine. When he was like 16. Nathaniel, get up here. Where are oh, you, motherfucker? Oh, I wish he were here. He's great. So yeah, he like said this over our Christmas. We have like this annual family Christmas dinner, and over the Christmas dinner, he was describing what the what the body felt like, oh. like the actual like description of like it was. It wasn't like hard like you would think it was. It was there was some give to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so basically, you snuck on stage because you had the information I was d- definitively yes. asking yes. for. Okay, exactly. That's fair. I'm sorry I was rough with you, but uh, I mean, <laughs> well, I, was we all de- know. I was definitely scared. That's that's what I look like Karen, when I'm scared. You, Karen, you um, I, I trust you. You fucking took care of that. I was impressed. <laughs> thank you. I'm. I was. Thank you. I was pretty yeah. sure I could. Um, I figured she was just shit-faced. And I was raised by first responders so that we go toward the danger. We like to go toward. Karen, I'm the girl who you were like, run. And I'm like, okay. I'll go get help. Nathaniel. Wait, sorry. What was your name again? Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca, you should come visit us. (laughs) Okay, now you have to get off the stage. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Rebecca and Annalisa and everybody. roller coaster of emotions this is why you pick the hometowns man you always fucking i got a, I got a, a sixth sense about them <laughs> also a real sick sense. i have i just have to say we really really love you guys it really means the world to yeah. us how much you guys have supported us from the beginning yeah. it really it's so awesome we love you we love I think you we're thank the you. we're the, this is the city where we have three shows you guys bought those tickets so thank you thank you so much it was so much fun to be so here with fun. you tonight do me a favor stay sexy and and don't, don't.